Let me give you a beautiful example. When you say Lashon Hara, it, it's one of the most sinful things we, any, even the biggest rabbi in the world could do. It's Lashon Hara. You have to see the root. A good doctor doesn't cure the symptom. He cures the what? The root. The root. If you have a certain friend that's just a Baal Lashon Hara, he's a gossip monger, well, very easy. You surgically remove him from your life, and then you, if you personally don't like Lashon Hara, you won't. See, that's what we're trying to understand here. What causes you to be a lazy bum? To be that snail and sloth? He says, I mean, this is actually, I hate to say it, but it's, it motivates you to be more successful in business also. It's a global thing, not just for religion. It says, he says the person, one of the worst thing is laziness. Laziness is the antithesis of what? That you say, oh, I just want to take it easy. Menucha. Your body rules over your mind. Which means, you, in your mind, you know that you're, you have a mission in this world. To do the maximum amount of Torah, to learn Torah, carry out the Torah through the mitzvot. And, but the body said, so just leave me alone. Let me sleep the whole time. And you, you don't like... See, Sinat HaTorah, the Ramchal says here, somebody that hates hard work. If you hate hard work, guess what? Remember we said the first halacha when we were learning is you have to get up like a lion. And somebody that loves the delicacies of life, the luxuries of life, everything has to be perfect. Which means, unless he's in the lap of luxury, he doesn't want to serve Hashem. But we know that that's not going to happen. So, you know, Matthew knows he was in yeshiva. Is it is it as comfortable as home? No. But you're going to have to sacrifice. You understand? If you if you don't want to, if you always want to be, oh, like you want to be pedicured and manicured and. Fat a silver spoon. Yeah, like somebody comes and blows, you know, like a fat on you. You're not going to get anywhere, right? If that's your mentality, yeah, we know people that are like They show up to me at 11. He says, he says it's going to be, it's going to, serving Hashem to such a person is a big, um, hassle because he says if he, if he just wants to get the maximum amount of sleep and the maximum amount of food I mean think about it this has happened to me personally a lot of times but if you if you want to wine and dine every night by the time you go to Pat's and the food comes and you have a wine and you go to then after that you want to go have some desserted uh, there and I go up for ice. Is there any time? You know, in a given day, we have a finite amount of time. If you're spending all your time in in uh, delicacies and kebab and sharab and wine, you're not. It's just you're not going to have the opportunity. You understand? It says. Um, 
It's like somebody that just doesn't like the call, doesn't like to be, um, you know, there's a million and one excuses not to go pray with Shacharit every day. I mean, we're lucky in LA, but some places you wake up, like in the East Coast, it is literally like 10 degrees in the morning. It'll be what? 10, 15 degrees warmer, you have your coffee, you'll have your this, you'll do my yoga in the morning. All the cut This happens a lot. This actually, wow, it's scary. It makes me cry this one because I've seen it. A lot of people, especially in the, on the winter when Shabbat is short, you have to uh, like leave in the middle of the day your business to go to find the minion, you know? Because sometimes minchas are closer to 4.15, 4.30. Or you're going to have to like cut your lunch short. Which means ultimately, what's more important to you? Physical pleasure or spiritual pleasure? If physical comfort and pleasure is more important than for you, then it's going to be very hard for you to get to that... Uh, as a soldier of Hashem to earn the stars and stripes of a Zariz. You understand? Because, yeah. like the Chobat HaLevavot says, you have to be obsessed with one thing. You can't be obsessed with both. If you both want to be obsessed with Hashem and obsessed with physical, you know, relaxation, and it's either this or that. You can't have your cake and eat it too. So, if you're the type of personality that always is obsessed with physical pleasure and, you know, everything has to, you have to have your three-course meal every day. And if, unless you have your three-course meal, you're not going to go to shul and pray, then it's not going to happen. Same thing, like to go to a shir. You have to physically move your tuchis, leave your house, go in the rain. Not like we have here in LA also. Like it, it's rains, nobody comes to shoot. They think they melt. What is it, the <laughs> snowman? Frosty the snowman? They think even, you know? It's, it's If you're rigid like that and you're just obsessed with physical comfort and physical pleasure, I mean, that's ultimately, I think, in my book, I was thinking about this the other day. The difference between a sadiq and a non-sadiq. A sadiq is willing to sacrifice everything for Hashem. The opposite is somebody that everything has to be sacrificed. Everything goes by the wayside for his physical comfort. He says, He says, honestly, if you're such a person, you, your body has ruled over your mind. Because you don't do the right thing, you just do the comfortable thing, which is those all those salad bar juice. You know, they do whatever is comfortable. If you know, like you saw, you witnessed, it was pretty disgusting. Since modesty is not comfortable for them, it's not like you know, they um, they they just they're not into it. You know what I mean? And that's wrong. He says, "You're you're." Such, such they've uh, they've fallen into to the trap of the Satan. Because remember, I told you about, 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 about he says a very important thing. 
He says we human beings are made up of four things. You and me, each human being, is made up of four ingredients in inside of us. Did you know those? You know those four ingredients oh, are? Be. One of them is your body. One of them is your soul. One is the one is one of the right. Yeah, these are four separate entities. It happens to be that the body and the Yetzahara are comrades, are partners in crime, which means they all rub each other's shoulder. The Yetzar Hatov and the Neshama. The Yetzirah Tov is kind of like your conscience. That it's that impediment, that push, that, that good angel that wants you to do the right thing. And your soul also wants you to do the right thing. But then there's a, the, 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 there's the opposite, polar opposite, which is the Yetzirah, which through being lazy, it's a tag team. It's around the body, they're a tag team. They feed off each other. The Yitzhara tells the body, hey, you know, just waste your life, take Relax. it easy, there's no big deal. You go to the next year, you go to the next prayer, and then the guy's whole life is is nothing but a... But he says, so he says, He says, we weren't created to have an easy time here, to just sleep the whole day and relax. We were created to work hard. See, the relaxation is the next world, which will be infinite, infinite and in, e- eternal. Like my Rebbe, Rabbi Grossman used to say, he said, there's a lot of time to sleep after you're eight feet under. But right now when you're alive, it's good to accomplish. He says, you have to work like a, you're getting paid by the hour, right? It's like we're a soldier. Just like somebody that's part of the SEAL Team 6, right? He knows he has a very important mission to kill all the world's terrorists. He's not going to stand there and have a seven-course meal, and, right? They wake up four o'clock. You know, they're, they're very... We're also soldiers of Hashem, you know? To bring glory and light on, on to, to, to Hashem. And they're always very ready for the fight. Right? They're on duty. Now, if somebody's a lazy bum and sleeping the whole Shabbat, and, you know. And that's honestly the tragedy. My rabbi, Harav Ben David, he was a student of the Chazoni. She said, a lot of people, they miss the whole glory of Shabbat. Because it says, if you learn Torah and Shabbat, it's a thousand times more powerful. For your soul. So it says instead, Shabbat, they eat ten times the amount of food they want. They don't learn anything. They eat like... A person, Hashem has created a man to toil, right? To work hard. So there's a, one of the Rosh Hashivas of the Mir actually said, he says, if you don't work hard, you're not an Adam. <laughs> Oh, that means it's like you're a waste. He says, once you understand that we have not been created to sleep the whole day. 
right? And take a cruise. It's like these people, it's so disgusting. I, and I had a few second cousins like this. Like, she was very good looking and she got married at a very, like, 20 years old. 10 years she was, uh, uh, two months out of the year she was on a, a cruise and, like, going to this. Then, like, the mother parents were crying. He says, come on. No, he says, until I see every vacation spot I ever wanted in the world, I'm not going to have kids. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, this is the mentality that, like, they think they've been created. Listen, the, the pleasure in the next world is a trillion times more than all these sexual or physical vacation pleasures. We Jews are not against, we, we, uh, on the contrary, we could imbibe holiness in everything. But what's the main dish, you know? Some people, they just, you know, they just want to have a good time every second and not serve Hashem. And then that's the the greatest shame that they get in the next world. They see their whole life was a waste because they, instead of uh, getting the diamonds, those priceless diamonds, which is the mitzvah and Torah and self-perfection, breaking your anger and, you know, bad, they just miss the boat. It's like my rabbi said once, it's kind of like a, there was a torque. There was a French torque. He, uh, he says, it's a, very, a very, it's a very good mashal actually. It says, um, there was a guy, there was a famine. They had a very big famine in France. To uh, It's a parable. That they, um, so you know what they did? They said the farmer that's able to work and per acre of his farm get the most uh, crops we're going to give him a free concord so lo and behold this like a very very unsophisticated you know peasant farmer wins so after a year the French media comes to him and says you know you had a concord you could have gone to the whole world from, you know, from France, from Paris to New York in like only four hours. Usually takes eight hours or six hours. It's like, he, so he, he shows them that he, he says, you know, the, the air conditioning on this, uh, Concord works really good. He fills it full of tomatoes and, and lettuce. He says, he, so he says he used, he, right? That's the thing. Our neshama could fly. Well, what do we use it for? Just sleeping and watching TV and wasting time and you know. He says, once you realize that you're not, the goal is not relaxation and fun and fun in the sun, surfing, being a beach bum. But rather, this is the way of the Torah. Eat basic food with bread with, with salt and basic water in measure, and even even if you have to sleep on the floor, don't abandon your Torah study. Doesn't mean it's a mitzvah to go act like a bah, you know. But he's saying, the Chavetz Chaim explains the mission like this. He says, the Torah is so engraved in your soul, the, your love, the essentiality of Torah, that even if you have to sleep on the floor, you don't give up your Torah study. Even if you have to just drink bread and water, you don't throw the yoke and your mission statement in the garbage, you know? You, 
Under no circumstances do you abandon your your study. So he says like this. He says, we're just going to do two more paragraphs and then do our next shiur. It says, He says, people that are very, they let, like, are you above time? Or do you let external factors control you? Like, if you're so wishy-washy that you say, oh, today's too hot, I'm not going to do this mitzvah. Today's too cold, I'm not going to do Every day they could be, right? Today's raining, today's snowing, today's, uh, you know... Allergy season today, you know? Yeah. So he says, like Rabbi Eli was saying, he's like, some people, they haven't been to shul. This guy was just telling me, from Vegas. He says, 50% of the people haven't come for the last two years. Let me ask you a question. My, my rabbi used to tell me this. He says, when anybody used to be worried if they they, they become a Talmud Chacham and go to Yeshiva, if they're going to have a be able to provide for their family. He says, he would always say, Yaakov Moshe Kalevsky Zatzal, a comfortable life. So you that are devoting your life to Hashem, you think you're going to be lose out and Hashem's going to abandon you? We said that in the end of Birkat Amazon. Na'ar ha'iti, King David says, David Malach Yisrael says, Na'ar ha'iti v'gam zaganti v'lor ha'iti, sadaq ne'ezav David says, I've seen throughout my life, my 70 years, that a Sadiq is never forsaken by God. And his children never go asking for bread. Same thing. When you go to Trader Joe's and the thing, you don't, you're not worried you're going to get COVID. But Kenisa, <laughs> all of a sudden you cut it out of your life. What, you think if you come... To Hashem, Hashem's not going to take care of you not to get sick? What's more important? It's kind of like, that's the whole thing of Zerizut. What is your priority? People, if that mixed, mixed up priority, maybe something that is a priority for you, these same lazy people, I know for a fact, if they have to make a flight to go to Hawaii, or they have to go get, get, make a, they're going to see their favorite waterfall, or like, you know, Dirt biking, whatever they do, they wake up. The fact that they, they're so lazy about the mitzvahs, because they think the mitzvahs are a joke. They don't realize this is, you know, their, their priorities are messed up. If their priorities weren't messed up, they would, they move, they would move their tuchas. They would, you know, move it. So he says, he says, that's what, um, King Solomon says. He says the lazy person will always say there's a danger in the street. There's COVID in the street. There's the flu in the street. And they, uh, this is a sin. This is very sinful. He says, you should know. The prophet says, People that are always paranoid about this killing them, that killing them, it's because they have sin. They don't trust in Hashem. They don't have good emunah and Hashem. And think about it, guys. God will never forsake the person that follows Him. If He takes care of the... If He's able to feed... The, this is the Gemara. I was just in the scene in the end of Kiddushin. 
If Hashem feeds the ants and the whales and them, Hashem is going to provide for you also if you do everything in a kosher and right, yosher right way. He says, when one of the rabbis, when he saw his students, is paranoid about everything. Oh, this is going to kill me. This is, uh, he says, you're a sinner. If you're in a Shammah, strong, be a man. My dad used to say, he says, the day you live in fear is the day you died. Your life is not a real life anymore. You know? And it says, King David says in Tehilim 37, uh, Trust Hashem and do good. Be a bulldozer. Don't let wishy-washy your bother. Somebody throws at you, you Like, you know, asetov, do good, and you will inherit the land, and you'll, you will be a shepherd of emunah. It's all about emunah. So we're going to end with this. The Ramchal says, The general rule, principle here is, You have to know, this world is just a pathway. It's just the hallway to the main, main entrance. The grand ballroom. Most of the times when they're serving hors d'oeuvres, is there any place to sit? No. Because the main hall, this place is not a place we sit down. Because this is a, just the hallway to get us to the ex- eternal and infinite world, which is what? The next world. But the currency there is good deeds you know acts of kindness acts of love acts of Torah acts of musar of breaking your bad your ego your bad habits you know so he says the bottom line is so he says you all, it's very important to be samech vechelko not to be a jealous like, if you're the type of person that needs the latest and greatest... I, I mean, this I know for a fact. I know a thousand people like this that are not Shomer Shabbat. And either, even if they are Shomer Shabbat, they're not Talmud Chacham. Even they couldn't have been. You know why? Because if you need a lifestyle that you need the latest and greatest house and phone and car, then you work up to 18 hours or 16 hours a day to have that $20 million house. But is there time to pray or put tefillin or... Right? We have a. We're in this world 80, 90, 100 years. There's a. Inf, right? If everything is about workaholic and, you know. Believe me, I, right now I'm almost 45 years old and I cannot believe I've almost been in this candy store for 20 years. It's just. Life is just like. It's like a flash. When you look back, you say, how? How did it go? So when you're not with the program. You get more and more embedded in this terrible wishy-washiness. And it says, a person has to be happy with his lot, you know? Not always obsessed to have the most luxurious car. And I mean, it's heartbreaking. Me and my dad, we were literally crying one day. We were sitting to each other, having like a lunch together. And you know, my dad... Gave millions of dollars in this room that we're sitting in order for this place to exist, and you know we bought it. But we went through like a name of dozens upon dozens of people, and we maybe in private they do philanthropy, but we were not aware of them. It's not even about that; it was about them being religious. Like ninety in our Persian Jewish community, ninety-nine percent of the time, the more richer the guy is, the less religious he is. You know that, and it's sad because he says that. 
That's, a person has to be, in a way, very modest. He doesn't just want Awiyah, but he loves to toil in Torah. And he always has a lot of trust in Hashem. See, I'm telling you, the bottom line is, if you don't trust Hashem, then you're going to think, you, 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 you think, oh, I have to work on Shabbat. I'm, ser- I'm sorry, but if Hashem is the one, poteyach et yadecha, if Hashem is sending the blessing to you, does Hashem expect you to be a workaholic? Or Hashem wants you to be a balanced person? Learn two hours a day, one hour in the morning, one hour at night. Put time for kindness, put time for prayer, put time for your kids, put time for your wife, you know? When, when you're all ego, then these people are not going to get resurrected when the dead get, you know that. People that are egotistic, they're just going to say, Hashem says, you know what, you think you're such a big son, stay dead forever. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the world to come. It's the Gemara. Only the people that are humble and know that this world is only a temporary the people that think this is the main enchilada, Hashem says, okay, you already had your olama. Your olama was here. Why, why should I wake you up? In the, it's a scary thing. So he says, it's very important to trust in Hashem and know that you don't need to put double the amount of effort in your physical activities. Do, do the basic eight hour, six hour, whatever. I tell you, my brother told me something. He heard from the greatest Kabbalist. I told you you should watch Rabbi Yaakov Hillel. Um, he's in Israel. Did you meet him? You should go meet him when you go next time. Please. He's, yeah, like, he's English. He said, he guarantees if you own your own business, if you only work four hours a day, not you're self-employed, you're not going to lose any money. If you study instead of that four, eight hours of work, you only work four hours, you study four hours of Torah, he promises you're not, you're, you're, you're parnasa, your livelihood is not going to go down. So it's amazing. And my cousin is doing it for, for one of my cousins is doing it for the last two, three months. Baruch Hashem, his, his business even went up. Wow. Wow. If you're not self-employed, then okay. Right. But, right. So that's the idea. That don't, you have to, that it, it, it's very, very hard to build a spiritual tower and pyramid of greatness if you're always worried that, you know, you're workaholic and you're worried that, you know, Hashem's not going to take care of you. Because then, you don't have emuna. You don't have trust. You don't have the emuna, and then you, you're going to overexert yourself. Hashem should help us to be zari, 